What we have is a steak. Man, woman, and child did that. Put them in the aisle. Get the lingerie off the deck. today's episode we are going to have tim answer some all right in college football tim what program has the most wins in fbs history oh it's uh Is it Michigan? You got one answer right. It is Michigan. There it is. And last time I checked, it is Michigan by a, a good margin as well. Yeah. So. Because there's what, like six that are past 700 or 800, 900? I think it's 800. And then there's like a drop off. Yeah, anyway, Michigan. Yes. Nailed it. Bam. Uh Michigan 964, Ohio State 931, Alabama 929, Texas 923, th- uh, Notre Dame 918, Oklahoma 917, Yale 916, Nebraska 905. So they're up by like 30. But granted, they've also played the most games too. So, yeah, Michigan's been playing for a really long time. So, I mean, granted, you you get you get uh, more wins that way. But all right, second question, Tim. Throughout the long history of the Heisman Trophy, since I believe forty six or forty seven. Who is the only player to have won the trophy twice? Uh, Archie Griffin. Okay. There Running you go. back you from are Ohio correct. State, to be specific. You are correct. So, speaking of the Heisman Trophy, number three is going to be about that uh, as well. In what year... Was the last time a quarterback did not finish in the top two of the Heisman voting? This is a noticeably tougher question. Um, At least I think. No, no, it's not. Um, No. This is easy. Uh, Yes. It's the year that Derrick Henry won because Christian McCaffrey finished second. Um what year is that? Tim? That's a good question. You, I will give you a hint. Uh, you were correct on those two players. Yeah. Uh, what year was that? Because Christian, that was Christian McCaffrey's sophomore year, right? Yes, and I think yeah, he came it was. Back and he was really good as a junior. Right. He and didn't he have as good of a season. Bowl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he played in the Rose Bowl as a sophomore when they destroyed Iowa. Um, let's not for, let the people forget literally first play of the game Christian McCaffrey a wheel route out of the backfield 80 yard touchdown 
Well, yeah, because he had the trifecta, he had the receiving touchdown, a special teams touchdown, and a rushing touchdown. Yeah. Um, what year was that? Oh, Another hit, you were alive. Uh, yeah, and that I know. Um, is that... How long has Christian McCaffrey been in the NFL? I can't say that because I give away the answer. I was just thinking out loud. Um, Oh, yes. At least one year. Trying to decide between 2016 and 2017. Let me think. Because I had Christian McCaffrey on my fantasy team the first year Pat Mahomes started when I was bummed that I had Pat Mahomes because he had never (laughs) played. But then he was awesome and he won the MVP. The greatest. And I went undefeated. So pissed off you had Pat Mahomes and then he comes out and averages like 40 points a game. Uh, oh, that was funny. What? You can just set him on the ground. Or slide him into the door. Um, oh. I'm gonna say 2000 and... 16. Oh, is it, tw- is it 2017? No, it's 2015. There's no way. There's no Tim, way. That is what the Heisman website told me, man. Oh. Yeah, feel old yet? <laughs> what makes me feel old is that Lonzo Ball's freshman year of college was our freshman year of college. Yeah. Or the fact that um, McCaffrey's been in the NFL like five years now. It's like, oh, I feel like that dude was like two years ago, three years ago in college. One second. Okay. So, yeah, it was uh, 2015. That does make me feel old. A little bit. A little bit. Um... So... We're going to transition away from from Heisman's to records. What team holds the FBS longest winning streak? Oklahoma in the 50s. Well, now you're going to have two bonus points. How many games was their winning streak? Oh, 57. You have the last digit correct. It was 47. Oh, okay. The, the other question is, who did they play? Who beat them? Yes. Notre Dame. Ah, you do know that. I figured you would. I was going to say, I figured that's that the that only was... reason I know that so well. It's because I... Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. 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 So, I was going to say, that. that's not like... I figured you'd get that one, so I threw your bone, but um, 
To be fair, before I saw that, I also thought I thought it was like fifty-four. I thought it was in the fifties. Um, but apparently it wasn't. All right, <clears throat> five, Tim. Question number five. Which two teams play in the oldest rivalry in college football? I think this is another question. I believe you would get the oldest, oldest rivalry in college football. Uh, my first inclination is Harvard and Yale. Um. I would presume it's East Coast as well. Because I don't know. Yeah, that would be my first guess because I don't know when. Like Michigan's been playing, like Michigan and Notre Dame have each been playing for a long time and they both have a good number of rivalry games. But like, I don't know how many or for how long their rivals have been playing. I'm going to go Harvard-Yale. You had one team. It's actually it, Princeton-Yale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I was going to be, I was uh, going to say, for me, it's going to be Princeton-Yale or Harvard and just between those three. Yeah, it was going to be Ivies. Uh, they started in 1873. Yeah, that's that sounds about right. So... That very similar question, though. Um, which rivalry between two teams have played the most amount of games? Oh, that's a good question. That is a good question. Um, What's well, got to be... gotta be from like a big like a major conference because it's gotta be teams that haven't like really moved around so they can play each other every year for a long stretch that um, is a good train of thought but then you gotta think about all the teams that have moved around which would then make you think who are your like blue bloods in your big conferences because it's like oh Michigan Michigan and somebody springs to mind or hmm they've played the most times in FBS yes in the FBS This makes me think again the East Coast or Big Ten. Because the SEC is so. I don't know when they. I don't think they've been playing football as long. But that also might not matter. Because, like, Michigan and Notre Dame is a very storied rivalry, but they haven't even played 
like 60 times because they just didn't play each other for like 50 years. Yeah, and I was going to say, I would also agree um, with that. It's, it is teams that would have to have stayed in one conference for yeah, either it, their whole time or... Which again makes me think Ivy's Big Ten... Or maybe like your like original SEC teams, but he like that's so wonky. Cause like, have you seen like the charts that like explain like all of the different like all of the, like the history of conferences through Division One football? And it shows like not. where every single team has moved. I was going to say, that would actually be interesting. It's so interesting because it's like a big flow chart. And it's so few teams have just been in one conference and stayed in that conference. I was looking. So when I was looking up in like 57 for the Notre Dame beating Oklahoma, I was just looking at the independence then. Yeah. And it was like Penn State. Yeah. It was totally different. Yeah. It's like, oh, Um, look at that. Because, like, South Carolina and Arkansas are both very new to the SEC in terms of just, like, recent history. Yeah. But South Carolina came from, I don't remember what conference. Arkansas joined from the Southwest. See, this makes now this makes me think Harvard-Yale because they play every year. Or Michigan, Ohio. Uh, FBS. FBS. Oh, yeah. Not. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. Um, well, that makes me think Michigan, Ohio State. Because I don't know how long Notre Dame and USC have played each other every year for. They've been doing that for a while. Uh, it's gonna be something stupid like Iowa and Minnesota or something. <laughs> could be. It could be. Because Iowa's been playing football for forever. Like Iowa, Nebraska, Michigan have been playing football for for for, for forever. Because they were in like the. What was the what was the conference? What was it called like back in the twenties? The conference uh, Nebraska was in. Weren't they with like uh It was then this is gonna bother me. It was like the something west? No. Um, Here, I'll get it. I'll get it. Um, Western Interstate University Football yes. Association. Yes. And it was Iowa, Kansas, Missouri, and Nebraska. See, there's Iowa. Um, every year 
I mean, I'm just going to say Michigan, Ohio State. I'm just going to leave it, leave it at that. No, you are wrong. You mentioned, you may have mentioned one of the teams before. It is between Wisconsin and Minnesota. Uh, so you you were right. It was Minnesota in the big has 10. been playing for a long time. Yes. <clears throat> Every year. So. As I say, keeping conferences in mind, who are the founding members of the Big Ten Conference? Is this like the first 10 or like when there the, are, it was the Big Ten, but it was 11? There are seven teams that first founded the conference. Do I get any misses, or is it just three misses? Okay, I'll give you some leeway because this is—it's not as I say, it is not okay. Um, um, Michigan. Yes. Ohio State. No. Okay. Okay. Minnesota. That was one that I was a little shocked at that. Yes. Um, Michigan State. No. Oh good lord. Okay. Um, if you ever, I'll give you a hint too. If you ever want a hint, just ask. I need to get five in a row. Uh, Illinois. Yes. Okay. Um, well, it's got to be half the conference because there's 14 now. Mm-hmm. And you know Nebraska is not one of them. Yeah, I know That's none the of the hint. none of the teams that got added in. So it's not Nebraska, it's not Maryland, not Rutgers, Nebraska, or Maryland, not. Rutgers, not Ohio Maybe. State, not Maybe Michigan State, not Maryland. I said them already, didn't I? Yeah, one more though. Um, that used to not be in the Big Ten that got added recently. Not recently in the nineties. In the 90s? Yeah. Out east? Northeast? You're talking about Penn State? Yes. Okay. It's not Penn State. See, that I actually didn't know, but I wouldn't... That's not anything I would have ever thought about or paid attention to. Um, okay. Indiana. No. <laughs> oh, God. They're the they're the last one that wasn't okay. It's like you wouldn't think Northwestern though. Uh, uh-uh. I would not think or that Purdue. Either. There's one that is. There is one team that founded the, that was a founding member of this conference that is not in this conference anymore. So oh, of course. Have... You got this, Tim. Uh, Wisconsin. Yep. All right, and then the last team. Hold on. Um, is it like Ohio? Nope. Eh, you can just tell me who it is. I'm not going to know this. University one. of Chicago. Oh. They don't even play sports. Yeah, but Tim, you can't you can't forget about them, man. They were under the tutelage of Amos Stag, Tim. Come on, huh? 
but yes, now they're <laughs> now they're just not there. And D one sports. So all right. <clears throat> I totally thought Ohio State would be a founding member though, to be completely honest. Yeah, you'd think. So <clears throat> now we're gonna transition to back to awards. So obviously yeah. as you know, there are many athletes that win many awards in football. Who is the only player to have won a college football championship, the Heisman Trophy, Super Bowl, Super Bowl MVP, and also NFL MVP? Oh. Not Desmond Howard. Because there, as I say, there's four that have won Heisman. Super Bowl MVP and Super Bowl. And Desmond's not one of them, so you have three more to guess from. Um, one of those three is the answer. They've won, sorry, they've won the Heisman, Super Bowl, yes, Super Bowl MVP, and regular season MVP. In the NFL and a college championship. And a college, oh. <laughs> this is this is probably the <laughs> toughest question I had on here. Um, just thinking about Heisman winners. Is it a quarterback? It is not. Okay. So I was thinking Jim Plunkett for a minute. It is not Jim Plunkett. Um, so there's two others that could um two others that you could think of. It's not a quarterback. Not a quarterback. It's not a wide receiver, is it? It is not. Okay. So essentially it's a running back. Yeah. Running back. Um, is it a guy from like the eighties or later? Yes. Okay. And you have heard of him. Yeah, that's 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 why I asked. Yeah, it's not um, like a dude from the nineteen tens that then didn't um, play in the No. Is it before two thousand? Before, yes. As in did he win the Heisman before two thousand? Yes. Okay, so between 1980 and 2000. He won a Super Bowl, an NCAA title, the Heisman, Super Bowl MVP, and see, regular MVP. I, see, I don't, I don't, the thing here is I don't follow the NFL close enough to know who wins all the awards every year 
or who has yeah. one of them. Let's say neither um, do I. So it's running backs. Uh Herschel Walker never won a Super Bowl. Right? He certainly never won MVP. Mm-mm. Um, I don't think so. Bo Jackson didn't win a Super Bowl. Or MVP. He was just really good. But Auburn didn't even win the national title in 1985, did they? No. No, it didn't. Is that Miami? I think Miami's getting close. It was either Miami or Penn State. Oh, Penn State might have been 1986. Was BYU 1985? That's not important. Um... Just trying to think of running backs. The name that keeps. Oh yeah, Jamel Holloway was the quarterback because Troy Aikman got hurt, went to UCLA. See. And Jamel Holloway was a true freshman. And '85 is when Bo Jackson won the Heisman. Yeah. Um. Is that the only title Barry Switzer won at Oklahoma? I don't think so. I feel like he was better than. Then again, I was going to say, that's the era when Nebraska started to... Um, well, yeah, Nebraska and Oklahoma were the two started. best teams every year. And I was just saying, the 80, I would say in the 80s, and BYU Nebraska was good. Because uh, they had... Uh, no, that's his... 85 is his last cha- uh, national championship. Yeah. Hmm. Um. A running back. Do you want to know what year he won the Heisman in? Is it in the 1990s? No. Oh. Okay, because the name I was thinking was Eddie George, but I didn't think Eddie George ever won the NFL MVP. Mm-mm. So he won the Heisman, and it's a running back who won the Heisman in the 1980s? Yes. Oh. Feel like you'll shoot yourself if you. Uh... Let's say the last hint I'll give you is what conference he played in. If you want that. Uh, not yet. Um. Actually, sure, sure, I'll take it because I have a couple ideas. Pack. 10 or 12 back then it was the oh pack. marcus allen yes marcus allen uh, I, was I, insane. I, I, feel like... I, I wouldn't have thought about that without the conference because i immediately i don't think of him i think of oj before i think of him i do too but i was gonna say look, i was looking over his stats i was like he was insanely yeah, he good was, he was insanely good he used the in in the old college football games for the all-time USC team. He is the number one running back ahead of OJ. Ballsy. Ballsy. <clears throat> but you would only Say, know that that might, you I... what number he wore. 32. Um, 
Is that what number you wore? I don't know. I know we, I, don't I was looking. We wore 32 for the Raiders. All right. <clears throat> so now we are on question seven, but I added one while we were filming. What is the most used? Or, okay. Let me rephrase this. What is the most used mascot in uh, Division One football? Like it's got to be tigers. Is that your final answer? Yeah. You are wrong. Oh. There's bulldogs. Oh, tigers has got to be up there. I believe tigers is second. Oh. <laughs> and I was gonna say, um, it is by, uh, I believe one name. Oh. Okay. So I was gonna say you're not. It's basically the same. I mean, not really, but only one off. So that's brutal. Okay, do you know your history of college football, Tim? Like records? Do you know records? All time yeah. records? Some. Who gave out the biggest defeat in college football? Georgia Tech. What was the score? Wasn't it like 222 to zero? It was, yes. You were correct. I remember that because of a... What was it? It was NCAA 05, I think. And I I was going to say, I was beating a team like like 45 to zero. And I had created dudes. I was like, man. This is like when I was like, 12 I was like man what's the biggest deficit or like what's the biggest defeat someone ever had i was like i gotta have it by now nope. and then it turns out i didn't even have it <laughs> i was even close so <clears throat> also believe the cumberland state who in that game had zero points for georgia tech the quarterback threw i think like nine or ten interceptions so <clears throat> So we have two more questions, Tim. We all know Joe Pater- when Joe Paterno retired from Penn State, he ended with 409 career wins. He had the most wins of all time, but he did not have the best winning percentage. What college football coach has the best winning percentage of all time? Oh, aren't there like two or three guys that are like right there that are all like really, really close? Uh, not, no. No? No. Okay. I mean, I guess yes and no. Or I suppose what I mean is like they all have a lot of wins and they have like single digit losses, but like they don't have, but because of that, then like the disparity and like what the actual winning percentage is, is 
it's not like 92 and 93. It'd be like 91 and 86 because they don't, they haven't coached so many games where it's like a small difference. Yeah. So yeah, I get yeah, and um, they would then be pretty close. And we're talking FBS, by the way. Yeah. I did not specify that, but the first guy that comes to mind is Frank Leahy, who coached Notre Dame. He coached them in the forties, forties, late thirties, and through the forties when they just basically didn't lose. And he coached a bunch of Heisman winners. He did. Um, notably, uh, John Latner, running back. Who they talk about in Rudy. Oh. Um, in the locker room scene. Um... Oh, is it the dude who coached Michigan? Nope. Um, you're talking about uh, uh, Fielding Yost, right? Yeah. It is not Fielding Yost. Okay. I'll give you two more guesses. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna default and go to Frank Leahy. Oh, you got the number two best winning percentage uh, of all time. Okay. Because doesn't he only have like? Six or like nine losses. Believe he has thirteen. Thirteen, I'd say it's a crazy small number. But yeah, as I say, for coaching over ten plus years and only having thirteen losses, it's pretty uh, damn. Good. Is it a coach before nineteen sixty? Yes. Okay. But you do know him, Tim. Yeah. I'm just going to go with Newt Rockney then. It is Canute Rockney. Yeah. He, has, he has insane. His winning percentage is 88%. He has won 105 dubs, 12 losses, and 5 ties. And he also did not have a long career at Notre Dame. No, because he died. Oh, is that? Okay. I take that back. He would have had a longer career if... Uh, yeah, he died in a plane crash. But now I feel like an asshole. Well, shit. All right. Transitioning to the last question I have, Tim. Okay. So we're talking about winning percentages of schools, okay? Mm-hmm. We all know clearly that Boise State has the second best winning percentage of all time with 70 to be exact. 72.94% of their games they win. Which school is number one with 72.95% one? Oh, I saw something about this recently. Well, that's not good. Because I, I, I thought this was a toughie. Well, I don't remember it. It's a blue blood, though, isn't it? Yes. Um... Hmm. My mind jumps to Notre Dame or Michigan. 
Those are blue buds. If I had to choose between the two, I'd choose Notre Dame. Well, as we know, know. Notre Dame did have two coaches that did have the Um, two best winning percentages of all time. Yeah, I'm going to go Notre Dame. You are wrong. It is not Notre Dame. Is it? It's not Michigan, is it? It is not Michigan. Okay. Hmm. Let's say there are two teams I would have, or three teams I would have thought of. It's and blue one, blood? and one would have been Notre Dame. Yeah, it is the blue blood. Then I think. I'll give you a hint. It's not Nebraska. Well, no. We've we've watched them play. <laughs> Nor will I consider. Well, then I go either. Blood. It's got to be one of. Oklahoma, Alabama, USC, or Ohio State? I'll say Oklahoma or Alabama. Are your guesses? Yeah. Neither. Oh. See, I I would have thought Oklahoma originally. Yeah, because they had the winning streak. Yeah. Um, and they went from Bud Wilkinson to um, Barry Switzer. Or not right away, but had a 10-year gap of between them both. So they had really good coaches from 47 oh, to 88. You mentioned them. When discussing. Is it Ohio State? It is Ohio State. They have the best winning percentage ever in uh, FBS football. That's interesting. How yeah. long have they been playing football for? That That is also a good question. I'll look that up. Well, they were really good with Woody Hayes. But their winning percentage has probably just shot up in the last decade. Well, I was gonna say so. In the another interesting uh, fact I saw is uh, Urban Meyer has the third best winning percentage of all time. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm just saying. So people, I'm not. I will just say this. If we're talking about greatest coaches ever, people say Nick Saban. I if Urban Meyer stayed at Ohio State, I'm just throwing it out there. Um, 1922. Is when Ohio State started. That is pretty old. Yeah, but not as actually nineteen eight eighteen ninety. Sorry, I take oh, that okay. back. That's, that's nineteen twenty-two is when they built their field. That's not when you'd think. No, 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 no. As I say, I, when when I first thought of it, I initially thought Oklahoma. And then I initially thought USC, and then I thought Notre Dame were the top three. Just because Notre Dame, to start off, was absolutely money. Like yeah, they had, a, from, they had a stretch of like 25 years. And then Oklahoma, just for that dominance in the 50s, 60s. Although, yeah, I was going to say Notre 80. Dame, though, in the late 50s through the first half of the 60s, they were bad. Yeah. But then from the mid-60s to the 
mid nineties. They were amazing. And I figured those amazing would offset the bad. And then USC has just, they haven't really been like bad, bad. They've always been like decent to good. Yeah. And same with Oklahoma. Because I didn't think uh, before Saban, Alabama was a hot mess. So. Well, yeah, they're so interesting because they were really good in like the 60s and this, like when, with Bear Bryant. Um. And then after Bear Bryant <laughs> retired, they weren't like. They yeah, were decent. They and... played. Uh, they played Notre Dame for the national championship in. Uh, 1970? 71? Because Notre Dame won it in... I think it was 1970. It was 70 or 73 because Notre Dame beat Alabama and then they beat West Virginia in New Year's Day bowl games to win the national title both of those years. And then in 19... I don't remember who they beat in 1977. Um. Mm, Just thought of a question. You want to hear it? And you want to try to guess it or... Sure. What school is the only school ever to have the best winning percentage in back-to-back decades of college football? There's only one school that has ever done it. Which school is it? Oh. Okay, that's an interesting one. Well, see, as I say, the reason I like this question is because then it just takes out, like, how good they have been in their entirety. Yeah. Because if you just have one good coach that rides for a while... Back-to-back decades. They had the best winning percentage in back-to-back decades. My mind immediately jumps to Nebraska. Because you think about how good they were. Well, you'd have to think in the 90s. In the 1990s, they were the best team of that decade. Yeah, so you'd figure they have that decade, but then do they have the 80s? Well, you'd have to think they'd have the 80s as well because they... But remember, Oklahoma. Yeah, but I don't know that Nebraska ever had more than three losses in a season that whole decade. And they also played for the national title. They had like undefeated regular seasons or like one-loss seasons. But Oklahoma was really good. Um, Florida, ah, see, Miami could be up there too for the 80s and the 90s. But Miami was better in the 80s. And Nebraska was better in the 90s. Yeah, Florida State could be up there because Florida State was really good in the 90s as well. They played in... Four national championship games. 
in the early nineties. Three? Did they play? Did they, in, play did they play the nineteen ninety one national title game. Well, they played what ninety three or ninety two. They 92? played. They played ninety three. They played it in ninety eight, ninety nine, and two thousand. They lost to Tennessee. They beat somebody in nineteen ninety nine, and then they lost to the Bob Stoops legendary coaching staff Oklahoma team that had Josh <laughs> Heupel at quarterback. I'm gonna look this up when they. Says also, I was reading something about this earlier today too. Um, I'm just gonna say Nebraska. That's just gonna be my answer. It is Nebraska. They, as I say, that so in the '90s, uh, by and far, they had the best uh, winning percentage. And then, because I had to give a presentation on why Mm -hmm. uh, persuasive. presentation on why Tom Osborne is the greatest coach of all time. Mm. So, um, yeah, as I said, I found that they had the, in the eighties, that surprises me in the eighties because they did play for Natty's, uh, a couple of times. The other times they've won like nine games and lost three. So I figured, Oh, maybe there was a more dominant like Miami, um, mm-hmm. uh, that time. But, Apparently, Nebraska had the best winning percentage both decades, and they're the only team so far to have ever done that. But saying that, as I say, Alabama is probably going to be pretty close to doing it because they probably have the best in the 2010s. Um, and mm-hmm. then the upcoming, we'll find out in the next eight years if they can keep it up, which, I mean, there's no – I mean, there's really nothing that's going to stop them from getting 10, 11, 12 wins a year. And with that being said, that wraps up our episode on trivia in which we tested Tim's knowledge on various different aspects of college football. If you guys have any questions, comments, or concerns, please email us at our Ensemble Sports email, which is in the description below. And I hope you guys have a nice day.